Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Kezia Cora. Kezia Cora is the founder and CEO of Link. Her passion is to help others reach their max potential whilst actively combating toxic work culture in India. Kezia graduated cum laude with a BSc degree in economics from Northeastern University. Thus, she possesses a strong foundation in understanding market dynamics and data and leveraging them to create successful business strategies. She leveraged this to gain skills required to set up her business, Link. Additionally, she has set up their family office and occasionally dabble in real estate on the side, both driven by her interest in the space. Well, good afternoon, Kezia. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Brian, for having me. Super excited to be here and very excited to have this conversation with you. Amazing. Thank you again for making the time. I know that we're traversed uh, across the globe now. I know you're uh, hailing out of the great country of India, and I I appreciate you making the time. This is so awesome. I love doing podcasts uh, internationally. Kezia, we're going to just jump right into the questions here. I want to talk to you about your career in business and strategy. You were a partner, consultant. Now you're the founder and CEO of Link. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Oh, definitely. So if you've been following my LinkedIn, I'm sure something that is very, very strongly related to my personal brand is that I really like to break norms and limits, especially having lived in the US and then returning to India, I was able to notice a lot of those cultural differences. And so now my kind of goal is to never conform unless it's logical or, you know, something more morally governing. The U.S. taught me to question things, which is very different to our culture. And that's sort of translated to my career as well. I graduated to come back and revamp my family business, which is, you know, kind of it's different for a girl to do. And then I also kind of started working at a startup, found that it wasn't that my role stagnated after a little while. And so I moved out of that to start my own company rather than stick to the traditional career route. Right. And then eventually wound up figuring out that India has a lot of toxic work culture. And that's something that I want to fight now rather than kind of perpetuate that. So something that's really helped me grow my career and keeps me motivated and drives me is I need something that's a bigger picture that means something and it makes a positive impact at a larger scale around something that I've been through myself and I'm passionate about. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's great that you've kind of latched onto something that you feel very passionate about and changing the way that uh, you think or what previously thought and then bringing some new ideas to business. So again, we appreciate your thoughts on that. Kezia, your company Link touts that companies can scale with ease while we take care of your leads, right? What do people and their companies get wrong in the B2B space and how can you help them? So from a purely sales and marketing perspective, because that's the vertical we focus on on the B2B side, I think something that we fail to notice is the importance of building a brand, right? Take Coca-Cola and Nike. Those are two names that stand out to us so easily because they've done such a great job of branding, but it's something a lot of companies still fail to take into account and kind of prioritize and put in that extra time and effort. 
And that's kind of at the company level. If you take that down to an individual level, it's so important to kind of build your own personal brand as well, right? As a CEO or founder, look at Elon Musk and look at even athletes, for instance. We have Kylian Mbappe as well as Messi. They've all done a great job of building their personal brand, which is so essential to business. And another thing that I find maybe a little bit outside of the marketing spectrum is, which I've also learned through marketing, is that sometimes with B2B, your ROI is slightly better just in terms of you get to interact with heads of businesses and you get a whole business in itself, which could have, say, 2,000 employees. Whereas when you put in that same effort on the B2C front, you may end up with one customer that may not return, right? So I feel that it's a it's a shortcut method to a larger group of people, which people don't notice as much and tend to find B2B businesses slightly boring. But I think that there's, they're failing to take into account the bigger picture and actually leverage it and make the most of it. Thank you. And I appreciate your insights as far as B2B and and you're right. In a B2B market, you do get to interact with some of the company heads or that executive suite and you get definitely a different business perspective than maybe working in the B2C markets. Thank you, Kezia. We are a technology publication platform. We focus on emerging technologies. We want to ask you, are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies in your business? And if not, Have you maybe found a cool tool or app you might share with us today? Right. So we were in the process of building out our own generative AI model as well. So as a part of that, I explored a lot of the generative AI companies that were quite popular in towards the late 2022. Technologies that we currently use for work that I personally liked out of the different ones that I explored. Chat GPT obviously is very famous and common. Then there's also Jasper.ai, Copy.ai, Pepper Content. Those are three copywriting tools I really like. We also use Dolly as well as Midjourney and Canva recently launched an AI image generator. So all these three work really well to generate images from text. And then we use about like Airtable to manage content. I think it's very content calendar friendly. And then, you know, we have the different standard tools that we use across startups like Notion just to keep track of documents and other internal work. That's awesome. Appreciate the insight on some of the latest uh, machine learning AI type tools. Uh, Conversational AI has obviously just gone through the roof as far as usage and proliferation. And I think a lot of it has to do with some of the innovation that we've seen coming out of the pandemic. So, Kezi, I appreciate the share on that. And last question of the day, could you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in marketing or entrepreneurship? Definitely. Let's begin with marketing because you named that first. I would say from this marketing conference that I attended in Dubai in December 22, Something that really stuck with me and I built my business around, which I wasn't sure if it was the right thing, is to pick a niche and get started there and then sort of build your expertise in that domain, right? So for instance, at Link, we're a LinkedIn marketing company, which is very B2B specific. So I would say that's a good step to start. And now we've expanded to B2C and we're able to serve more clients, but our roots are in B2B marketing. So that niche is really important to kind of get started, help build your base and then expand from there. 
I would also say building your personal brand as the head of a company, as a designer, as a copywriter is also super important because regardless of whether you're looking for jobs or projects, having that personal brand that you can leverage helps you go a really long way. I would also say it's very, very important to constantly upskill and learn about evolving technologies as well as changes to the industries in order to stay relevant, right? For instance, say with all the generative AI tools that we just spoke about, it's very important to learn how to work with AI rather than conform to that mindset of, oh, AI is going to replace jobs, right? Instead of giving into that worry mindset, it's really important to kind of take steps to ensure that no matter what is happening in terms of the world evolving around us, we can evolve along with it because that's what fuels personal as well as professional growth. On the entrepreneurship front, I would say it involves being risk takers. So one, if you're self-aware enough to know that you're not a risk taker, maybe entrepreneurship is not the right career for you. And two, failure is inevitable with entrepreneurship. It's kind of like your stepping stone to success. So individuals really need to be able to have that mindset to learn from failure, to be able to stay positive, even in times of adversity. That is kind of what helps you take away the biggest learning and make it, you know, successful as an entrepreneur. Thank you. That's awesome. And again, have a ton of entrepreneurs on this show and we definitely hear kind of that same sentiment about, you know, entrepreneurship is not all fun and glory and full of money, right? It does take a lot of hard work and time and effort to get to a place where you can actually call yourself a success, right? So appreciate the the gems on that. Oh, no, definitely. I completely agree with that. I would say outside of the fact that you're not answerable to a manager or your boss, entrepreneurship is a lot more challenging than working a traditional job. Thank you. Again, Kezia, I appreciate the sentiment there. Kezia, it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Likewise, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Bye for now. Bye.